Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to Season 3 of Deep Porch Podcast. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, D-Nail, a.k.a. Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard my man Bolo just said, this is the porch. Welcome. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put it work, every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. We back, baby. How you feeling? Good, bro. I'm good. It's another week, another day. All blessings to the most high. Let's rock and roll, bro. Every Shout single time. Family, bro. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. See, I, see I'm poloed up, man. They got your boy back in the studio. I'm back work, so I just got home. L.A. traffic. And guess who I drove past, Bolo, on the way home? L.A., a wild city, bro. I'm curious. Who you got? Eddie Murphy. I'm talking about Eddie, Eddie Murphy. I'm talking about the Nutty Professor. You talking about, damn it, Ray. You talking about life. You talking about Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. So you seen Eddie Murphy in the flesh, bro? I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I don't want you to even, he said, don't say nothing with a W no more. I don't want you to say the word watch no more. If I see a little fixing to say, watch, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I'm in traffic. And I'm like, why? I'm like, listen, LA's always traffic. But today it was traffic, traffic. So I'm like, what is going on? So I'm riding uh, downtown and uh, we bubber to bubber. I finally dropped through this light. And I look to my left, and I see cameras and lights. I'm like, okay, they're probably shooting a commercial, which is very common out here in L.A. I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, but, we, you know, we going slow. So I, I look to the left. I'm trying to see, you know, be a nose, see what they're doing. And I see Eddie Murphy standing right there, bro. So I'm like, damn, they they probably doing a movie scene, bro. Next year, you might see a movie from Eddie. Eddie shutting the city down like that? Eddie Murphy, bro. So listen, you heard it here first on the porch. I don't know what the title going to be. I don't know when it's dropping. But the next Eddie Murphy movie or show that drops, you heard it here on the porch first. We 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 brought the news. He cooking some. Oh, Eddie back in the lab, y'all. Y'all know when he <laughs> drops some, hey, get ready. Yes, sir. Goat. Shout out to the GOAT. Shout out to the GOAT, man. But speaking of the GOAT, man, let's talk about Coach Bolo Jones. I heard you got a big dub last week. LC, talk to us, man. How did it feel, man? I heard y'all damn near shut them down. No touchdowns on the defense side. Hey, we just did our job, bro. Hey, long time coming. I keep telling them guys, bro, we do our job, bro. We're going to always win. What I tell you before the show, DBTR. And that's a, and that's the life goal, too. That's even that's even in life, too. I always tell my guys, don't be the reason. Boy. Don't be the reason why teams are scoring. Don't be the reason why we're losing. Don't be the reason why you ain't playing your best every play, every snap, even in life. Don't be the reason. Don't be the reason. Hey. That's how much we can all live by. And hey, we hey, and we gonna roll with it throughout the season. So twenty one to three, no touchdowns. We'll take it, bro. God is good. Come on now, come on now. Congrats on that big time win. Not Thank only you. did your high school team win, your college team won as well. Ohio State Buckeyes beat them Notre Dame Fighting Irish. It was a closer hey. one than expected. I know you were coming was, out on a podcast talking that crazy seventeen point lead, and they and they won by eleven. They did. And it was close. It should have. It, it should have been. It, the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. But hats off to Notre Dame because that team they they came in. They played hard. That's that's a team that's just gonna play hard for four quarters. Right. Um. In my opinion, Old State didn't look like number two Old State. Mm. Um, I think they kind of played down a little bit. 
Um, they was kind of slow on offense just a little bit. Defense held pretty well, though. Um, I mean, to hold, a, hold a college team like that, the number five team, at the end of the day, it's the number five team in, in the country. Right. Like, how you want to flip it, shape it, turn it. Number five team in the country, you're holding the 10 points. You did a pretty good job. But, you know, in my opinion, though, I just think O-State's offense is so high-powered that they should have put more points on the board. Um, and they were just kind of late and kind of just behind in a lot of things. So, obviously, it's the first game of the year. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to overanalyze or anything like that. So, we'll just chop it up. We got the dub. That's all that matter. So, we just got to come back better, and we just got to work on being more efficient on offense, bro, to put some points on the board because that's how we're going to compete, you know what I mean, if we want to go undefeated and get to that natty. That's what it's all about. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to them boys, man. I'm, and I'm just so glad that college football was back because yes. it was a primetime game. And I'm glad it was a good game, though. Like, I'm glad it was a good game. I'm glad it went down to the wire um, for the most part. Um, and I just – I'm just happy I didn't see a blowout because I just love seeing just football, like, just, just seeing the games, bro. But I got to – I got to – I got to – I got to talk about it, though. I don't know if y'all seen the game or not, my football hits – that LSU Florida Florida State game. Ooh, so nuts! Talk to us, bro. It was crazy. Let me just tell y'all, all right, for my football people out here, I don't care if it's offensive, I don't care if it's defense. Those ten second plays on special teams, bro, is what matters, bro. Okay, you got two muff punts from LSU. Mind you, it's fourth quarter. It's about a minute and some change left. LSU is one one drive behind. All they got to do is get the ball, go down and score, tie the game up. The punt returner muffles the ball. Florida State jumps on the ball at a, probably about the five-yard line. Yep. I want to say maybe the 10 or five-yard line, somewhere in the red zone. Um, long story short, they drive. They end up getting a stop. LSU end up getting a stop. They end up fumbling the ball, and LSU jumps on the ball. Okay, LSU has probably about 96 yards to drive down with less than like a minute on the clock. They drive down, y'all. Hear me out. They drive down and they score. They score. I think it was what, 20, what, 27, 28? They ended up scoring. It was 27, 28 or something so, like that. Something like that, yeah. It was like, they, were, they were just a point down. So all they had to do was convert for the PAT to take it in overtime. It, it was 23, 24. 23, 24. 24. Yeah, it was 23, 24. They were driving down. Mind you, y'all. Before they actually scored, it was only one second left. So they only had one play to score. So they end up scoring with that one second left. So there was no more time on the clock. All they had to do was kick a field goal, which is a PAT, an extra point, to go in overtime. Yep. Blocked the field goal. Mm, Game mm, mm. State win, bro. So if you telling me it's three phases, bro, it's three phases. Special teams is one of the most important plays in the game, that's kickoff, that's kick return, that's punt, that's field goal. Like, all that shit matters, bro. And LSU took their first L under Brian Kelly. Man, it was, a, it was a crazy game, man. And us as former athletes, we know just how important uh, special teams is. I know at Ball State, Coach Limbo, that's, uh, he focused on that 80% of the time. You know what I mean? So that was one of our main – one of our strongest uh, areas of the team – year in and year out and you know a lot of times as a player you don't recognize how important it is but uh in hindsight looking back i i see just how important it is. i mean it's, it's a matter of losing and winning games and in this in this case lsu lost the game really because of special teams so shout out for the state getting that dub and hey lsu coach kelly i gotta bounce back man that's not how you want to start off your, your tenure with lsu and I, I and I'm kind of and I, I am actually glad that Florida State got a big win, man. They 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 so overdue, bro. Like I feel like we ain't really heard about Florida State since Jameis Winston and 
um, you know, Ramsey and that that whole crew that came through. I think Florida State just kind of fell on the radar, losing a lot of players in Florida too to other schools and stuff like that. So I think it's just it's about time for them Florida schools to step back up. That's the Floridas, the Miamis, the Florida States. Like we got to get them back in that top ten, moving and grooving, man. Most definitely, most definitely. Now before we continue, we got to pay these bills, Bolo. So we got to shout out one of our sponsors, man, Bet Online. Bet online for those who don't know is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite teams, your contests, events, and much, much more. I'm talking about the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, all the sports, man. You can find reviews and news on every single league. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. So make sure you head on over to Bet Online today. Or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's B-L-E-A-V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Woo! They got me hyped right now, but I'm I'm like, soon as we get out the podcast, I'm placing a bet. Cause we got some NFL season. It's week one, baby. Rams and Bills tomorrow. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. I gotta put my money on the line, man. I think I feel good about these matchups too and where where they headed. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, we're gonna hop into all that and much, much more. But first, we gotta jump into our topic of the day and bolo you came up with with a good one here man i want to see where your head is at so go ahead and set it up let our listeners let our viewers know what the topic of the day or question of the day is for today okay porch family question of the day is pretty cut and dry here should a step parent be able to discipline their child let me go first or you want to go first (laughs) I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go first. All right, Porsche family, should a step parent be able to discipline their step child? Okay, so it's mm-hmm. like a step a step a step mom or dad. Mm-hmm. They come into a mixed family, and now he's or he or she is disciplined the other child, the mm-hmm. the, the wife's child or the husband's child, uh, whoever child it is. Are they allowed to discipline? Even though they're the step parent, what's your thoughts, bro? Ah, this is tough, bro. I, I hate to be on the fence. But I, I think it depends. Let me say this. It depends on the timing in which the step parent entered the child's life. If the step parent became part of that family when that kid was like an infant and literally was there that entire kid's life and, and pretty much acted as that kid's main actual parent, then I do think in those situations, that step parent could take on that role and discipline that child. But if the step parent comes into that kid's life, you know, this later, 10 years old, 11 years, 12, whatever, it's it's a wrap. Like it's, it's just wrap. too late. Like you, you and my mom or you and my dad or y'all together, that ain't you know, that ain't got too much to do with me at this point. I'm too, I'm too old. Uh and then and then one more comment too to to, to my first my first uh statement. So, yes, if a, if a step-parent joins the family at an age where the kid is a baby and stays around, I do think that they could have the right to whoop the kid. But I will say this. It depends on if that main parent is still playing a role in that kid's life. So let me, let me wow. use an example. 
So if it's let's say me and let's say me and my and my wife Chanel, for example, let's say Chanel had a kid before we got together. So I'm I'm the step parent of, of that kid. But let's say that kid's real father is still active in that kid's life. I don't think I would have the right to be disciplining his kid. You know what I'm saying? And we're saying the word discipline. Let's be real. We're talking about like, we're talking about a whooping basically, right? We ain't talking about like you grounded for two days. Cause like, that's like, whatever you talking about a, you, a spanking, a whooping, a, that type of discipline. So I don't think in that situation, I would have the right, but if that dad is not in that kid's life at all. And I, and I pretty much stepped up to the plate as his acting father, almost in, in almost in, in, in a, a adopting type of role in a sense. Mm-hmm. Then I think I can have it right. Yeah, no, I I, I agree 100. Uh, percent I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fence too. I think if a, a father or a mother who happens to separate from their significant other is still present in that child's life and still active and moving and grooving, um, I definitely think that person may overstep their boundaries in that type of situation. Right. Um, I also do think like growing up, right, that plays a factor too. But it's funny though because I, I mean, I got a lot of friends and stuff that has been in situations like that, and they'd be like, "Man, I wish, I wish that motherfucker would touch me. I wish she would touch me." Like you right, know, what I'm right. saying? like it's just like the expectations are already set that you ain't disciplined shit. Right. You know what I'm so it's um, it's really, it's really like a double edged sword because like if I'm a man, right. And I take on, you know, my new wife. My wife has a couple kids and you in my house being disrespectful. Well, then it's like a difference now where I feel like I have to discipline you, though. You know what I'm saying? Because like right. now you're being disrespectful now to my wife and then you being disrespectful in my household. So I'm going to have to discipline you in a way to where like this can't continue to go on or we're going to have to make. Right. Some changes, right. So I, I can see both sides. But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, that ain't that ain't that ain't my child, though. And, and, and you're not my dad or you're not my mom. So you, you really can't put your hands on me for real. Though. I'm going to just be real, real with you. <laughs> you know I feel because, bro, because now it's like. I can put my hands on you then because you're not my parent. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I mean, it's, it's different if my actual dad hit me or my mom hit me or whatever, what me, you know, all right, whatever. Ain't nothing I can do about I that. that. That's my that's mom. It's what it is. Like, Take that L. But this person uh, weighing my blood, they they hitting, they probably really because you know your 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 kid is your kid, so you automatically you even though you 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 taking stuff out on your kid and you discipline your kid, you still gonna feel a certain type of way because that's your that's your seed, that's your yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you got somebody else who ain't your blood who just a step parent beating you, they probably really taking that anger out and really whooping your ass though. Like they really right. ain't holding nothing back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just weird too because the way I think about it, it's like. A few months ago, you were just a regular old dude on the street, regular woman on the street. To me, in, in reference to me, my mom liked you, whatever. All right, cool. My dad liked you, whatever. Cool. They ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's tough. But, but it's so funny because as we get older now, it's like I see people take on those roles. And, right. you know, I see both sides now. I see I hear people who discipline, you know, on the step the stepfather or stepmother side. And, you know, I see the other side where people are like, man, I ain't touching nobody else's kids. Right. You know right. So, and I was kind of in that situation. Like uh, my mom, my dad broke up probably when I was like 11 or 12. Mm. Um, and my mom, you know, she got with my sister's father, my step, you know, my stepfather, they got married later, but ne- never put his hands on me. Uh, now I was never dis. I was never disrespectful. First of all, 
But even beyond that, never even, never to put his hands now, on. Does it, does it make it better if the stepfather now has a blended family where now you have a sibling by the stepfather and that stepfather is now currently disciplining the other child and you get in trouble with him and then now he's disciplining you? Like, is that the same? Hmm. Or is it still bad? That's, so you basically saying like their actual child and then your and then and then their stepchild because they're because they're siblings at this point now. Right now, now so, it's a blended now it's right. a blended family now. Right, right, right. right. The, step, the stepfather, stepmother, and had a child with your parent. So now you got a sibling, right? But then the father or the mother is your step parent, and now that right. step parent intervened to discipline both your of y'all. Child, but now you're in a situation too, so they'll discipline you. Like, does that make the situation better? Is that still cool? Hmm, that's a good question. I never thought I never thought of it that way. I never thought of it that way. I, I I do feel like that gives the step parent a uh, uh, easier route Fact. to to disciplining the the stepchild because it, it just depends though like so yeah if the so let's say the step kid is like five years old you know and then you know you, you just just the, the parents just had a kid so like I feel like the age gap it's, it's gonna be an age gap too though so that's why I say it depends on the, on the age and the damn timing. Damn it, once you get once you get about twelve, it's like you said, it's dinner. Right? It's a wrap, especially yeah, as a boy know, too. That's a wrap. Enough and like now you at that point where like your your testosterone is starting to kind of grow, so you damn near wishing a motherfucker try you at that point. Like <laughs> even though you'll probably get body, yeah, still mentally at that point, like man, I damn near I damn near work with his ass. You know, thirteen, fourteen is when you kind of start seeing a little start muscles, you know, a little bit. Them facial hairs start coming in. You like, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm down there in my prom. I shit, I was in my physical prom between 15 and 18, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah, I didn't yeah. see. It's funny, bro. I didn't grow up, bro. I didn't see folks try to fight grown folks at that age too. For, no, like, seriously girl, though, girl. that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Man. I guess to each his own. In my household, it was not happening. My mama wasn't having that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think the other parent got to play a big part in it too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because if not, I can just see like a dominant male. Mm-hmm. Right, and then like a dominant man who just obviously want to take control of his household and not be disrespected by another man in his household trying to, uh, you know, assort his dominance, you know, in yeah. the house. And I can just see that shit quickly going left. Yeah, so. the kid can't just be disrespecting the step parent. I mean, we want to make that clear as well. Like, don't don't try to uh, give him a reason to even want to put his hand his hands on you or her hands on you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, be respectful always, but at the same time, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's the actual parents job to play that huge role and to make sure that everybody know they roles basically you know what i mean everybody know they roles so it's a good question though bo to to uh, get us get us going right here i wasn't expecting uh that one today yeah bro so porch family we want to we want to know what y'all think so um you know let us know uh on instagram youtube tiktok you know what you think about it should a step parent be able to discipline their stepchild yes sir yes sir question of the day i love it well let's move on to a little bit of sports. It's NFL week one. Amazing games. Bills and Rams started off with a Thursday night football. And it just had me thinking, but I've been looking through this schedule for week one, and there's so many amazing games all throughout the week. So I wanted to ask you, I want to bring this to the porch. What are the top three must-see games in week one, I'm gonna get it popping first, Bolo. I'm gonna say mine, then you say yours, and we can break down why we picked them. So, coming in at number three, Panthers versus Browns. 
Mm. Some beef right there. Some beef. Baker Mayfield starting for the Panthers. Playing his old squad. We're going to dive into that a little bit later. Number two, Chargers versus Raiders. AFC West, amazing matchup. Both teams acquire some new offseason stars to the teams. Just a great all-around matchup. And then number one, Rams versus Bills. Thursday night football. I, come on. I ain't, You ain't got nothing to say. Rams and Bills? <laughs> Superstar rosters? That's that's, th- those are my three. But I want to hear your three before I really dive into each reason why. Yeah, that's going to sell itself. So, obviously, uh, Porsche family, I wanted to create some diversity. He did have yeah. a couple of good games that could have been on my list, too. So, I went with a, went a different route because um, I'm expecting a lot of big things out of some teams. So, my number three will be Dolphins versus Patriots, okay? You mm. probably say, damn, this game is really random, but I know the world want to see what Bill Belichick has under his sleeve, okay? They had a slow, very, very slow uh, offseason, very slow preseason. So, I'm interested to see how this dominant franchise bounces back um after last year and obviously the dolphins will get into that super high power offense interested to see how that offensive attack will do um in his first nfl debut bears 49ers y'all know i can't do nothing without my bears all right of course Bears first game of the year it's justin fields it's do or die time i want to see how they come out offensively i know they said a lot of things have been shaping around justin fields to make him a better quarterback in the nfl so i'm interested to see what they look like 49ers obviously Came went really far last year, so they're a really good team, bringing back a lot of great players. So I'm very interested to see how that dynamic will work out um, this weekend. And then my number one, all right, my number one will be Cardinals versus Chiefs. Okay, I'm gonna say it one more time: Cardinals versus Chiefs. The offensive power there, the offensive power on both ends. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a um, a 35-45 type of game. You know, what I mean, as far as points putting up on the board. So you got Murray, you got Mahomes, you got running backs. You got receivers on both ends of the ball, quarterbacks. I mean, come on now. They they probably two of the what? Two of two of the probably most highest paid quarterbacks in the league. One of the two. Come on um, now, Mahomes and Kyler Murray off for sure. Yeah, Big bread. So out the gate, you know, I'm 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 going with a game that's gonna sell tickets because they're gonna put points on the board. So those are my top three, and obviously we'll get into it a little a little later. Yeah, not for sure, man. So, I mean, let, let's dive into it, man. So, like you said, the Rams and Bills, that's obvious. I don't even want to talk about yeah. that one. We know that game is going to sell itself. There's superstars on both sides. That is a potential Super Bowl uh, uh, preview this season. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are right. rooting for the Bills. I think the Bills are going to make it. The Rams, I think, c- could possibly repeat. So, that's, that's a superstar-loaded matchup right there. Chargers versus Raiders, another superstar little matchup. But the reason why I'm so excited to see that matchup, Bolo, is the Chargers, although they have all the pieces to the puzzle on paper, they have yet to make the playoffs the last couple of years right. with Justin Herbert. You know, I love Justin Herbert. I give him the nickname Jay Herbo. He's a monster. Nah. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. They got Keenan Allen out, out there at receiver. They got, I mean, they got some monsters. They got Khalil Mack now on the defensive end, Ooh, opposite of, Bo, of Joey Bosa. I mean, just resigned Derwin James to so a big contract. And they got what? JC, uh, who else they got a corner? Who they got a corner? Uh, JC. Is uh, it JC? Jackson. Oh, come on, man. So they it just Shante, loaded. Shante Samuel. Come on now. Beast. Yeah. And, and then they the Raiders, him. obviously, one of the biggest pickups this offseason. Got Devontae Adams, arguably the best receiver in the game for another weapon for Derek Carter to throw to alongside Hunter Renfro, alongside Darren Waller. I mean, wow. it's Beast everywhere on that field and people are just wanting to know like is this the year that the Raiders really takes over the AFC West is this the year that the Chargers 
will take over the AFC West. We don't know. So it's a great matchup. But then number three, come on, man. Panthers and Browns. I, I don't think either ball club is especially amazing this year per se, but I, I, I love the drama. I'm going to keep it real, Bolo. I'm a little petty sometimes. Hey, I love the it. drama, bro. Baker Mayfield, old squad. I know he wants revenge. So I'm just excited to see how that game go. Baker won it back in blood. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. This man, Baker Mayfield, takes a franchise who hadn't won a game, hadn't been over 500 in over seven years, takes this team in two consecutive years, and they win and are in a conversation to be playoff teams and contenders, and y'all get rid of him and y'all shit on him. Obviously, he's his own person. He definitely doesn't have the greatest character, but the man can play football, man. Watch him shine with the Panthers, bro. Hey, it was a sign. Sam, hey, Sam got hurt, hurt himself. He's out for a little bit. He's on IR list. Perfect situation. Now he's going to step up and ball, and nobody's going to hear Sam Darnold. Yeah, for sure. And and I'll be real. I mean, Baker's just better than Sam Darnold anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Sam Darnold ha- you know, had an even rockier start to Baker. Ha- has been hurt, I feel like, even more than Baker has and hasn't nearly had the amount of success that Baker Mayfield has. So although, you know, Baker has his limitations – um, he is talented when he's healthy, and I do think he's gonna be decent with the Panthers. I'm not gonna say he's about to be a top tier quarterback, but I will say this: I am expecting him to ball out in his first game because he's all about those revenge moments and playing with a chip on his shoulder. And this has the writings on the wall for a Baker Mayfield great performance. I'm predicting like 200 and you know 50 plus passing yards, two to three passing touchdowns, you know, in a win. For Baker Mayfield against his old team, but we shall see. Now, one game I want to jump in on your on your list, Bolo. So the Chiefs okay. and Cardinals, we we got that. That's we know, obvious. No, we, we know. Dolphins and Patriots, I I, I get that. Okay. But the Bears and Niners, that's the one where it's like, mm, I'm not saying it's not gonna be exciting. I just want to hear where, where where your head is at. Well, I'm just I'm really honestly, y'all, y'all know I'm a Bears fan, man. So more than anything, I just want to see how they come in, man. Like, okay. I think this offseason has been more centered around non-football-related activities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they really haven't been focusing on the team as much, right? From good point. Um, the linebacker side of things, from the head office, they just had the president talk about, you know, how he's stepping down. Um, you know, we had the GM earlier in the season saying, like, this will be a rebuild year. And, you know, we got rid of Khalil Mack and we got rid of – um the 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 Allen Robinson the, receiver Allen Robinson and then we also got rid of uh the other D lineman um I'm, I'm really I'm really like jogging his name right now um it'll come it'll, back to it'll come back to us it'll come back to me but um we let we let go just some 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 key players bro um so I'm curious to see how we'll play obviously this is like the second full year for Justin Fields of like actually getting in there right so you know how it is in the league like the first year you know we'll just chop it up to you being a rookie in the league and you know really getting your feet wet but this year it's like the fans you know the organization is really really going to want to see what Justin Fields has to do and even if it's not his fault being a quarterback in the NFL they'll find a way to place blame on you so um I'm just a Justin Fields guy I'm a, I'm a big fan of his so I want to just see him succeed and, and not only that I just want to see this this organization get back to where it once was uh not only just being like a playoff contender team, but just being able to compete with people, bro. Cause I feel like there used to be like this, this motto with the bears, bro, that, you know, defensively, like people was kind of afraid to play these, play these guys. So they coming out hitting, they coming out playing physical. And I think as of recently, unfortunately, like we kind of lost the way, bro. So um, this will be just a, another, another good start to the season to see, 
you know, what we could do. Obviously, we got to stop Debo Samuels and, um, you know, got to see what, what Trey Lance going to do this year as well. So it'll be that, just two young two young quarterbacks going at it, man. So it, it'll be a highlighting game. That's what I'm most excited about right there. Trey Lance, uh, Justin Fields, two young uh, black quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying, uh, on the field at the same time. Really excited to see what Trey Lance is going to do. There's been a lot of back and forth as far as what people have seen in camp. You know, is is he the next guy? You know, yeah. you hear about the talent, the arm strength, the ability to, to run, but you also hear that, you know, sometimes the decision-making isn't always there. And he's, you know, he's very inconsistent. You know, highs, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. And obviously the 49ers as well, they're keeping Jimmy G as his backup, which is interesting. A lot of pressure on a young quarterback, you know, have a guy who's been to the Super Bowl with this team just last season, led his team to the NFC Championship, was like a player uh, or a couple of plays away, um, uh, excuse me, from, you know, from from winning and, and going to the Super Bowl potentially as well. So uh, a lot of pressure for Trey Lance. I'm just excited to see, you know, what he does and, and, and see what type of level of quarterback he is, because I'm a Jimmy G guy. I like Jimmy G. I, I understand yeah. his limitations, but he's a winner. Everywhere he's he's went and been, he's been a winner. And you see how poor the 49ers have been without him. Right. So a lot of people give him slack and say he's, you know, he's he shows up short in a big game and he's limited. He can't do this, he can't do that. One thing he can do is win. So um I'm there's a lot of pressure on Trey Lance to, to do just that. And I know, you know, they get to like week five, week six, and and they're you know, uh uh, uh two and four or one at five. You know, Debo and the rest of them, them teammates gonna be looking at each other. Hey, bro, we need to get Jimmy G it. over here. Yeah, yeah, but they will say something. But the 49ers at this point, hey, they made their bed. They have to lay in it. They they can't they can't bring Jimmy G back in. They can't like unless there's an injury. You can't just like all right, never mind. Because Jimmy G is out. He's gone after this year for sure. His contract's up. It's a wrap. You've already yes. made made the decision that you're moving on. So you can't move back. So you you guys are stuck with Trey, at least for the short term. So yeah, I'm excited and to I, see what I, happens. And I, and I get it too. You know, Trey Lance, he still has some growing pains. He's still very young, um, still getting the NFL playbook. You know, I think it, it definitely t- takes a level of intelligence to just kind of get comfortable and be able to make ch- checks and stuff like that at the line of scrimmage. But yeah. one thing that I'm, I'm very surprised by, like, um, despite, you know, kind of his slow start. The media is still on his side, though. Um, yeah. Like, the media is still heavily rocking with Trey Lance as if, like, they know eventually this dude will start to succeed in a insurmountable way. So um, I'm excited to see it, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, the, the media the media definitely is one to, you know, jump on somebody's back if if they become a bust. But, you know, after a couple years, they still seem to be rocking with, with Trey Lance. So it must be something there. So I'm excited to see it. Or 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 they just haven't seen a lot and they just hoping and praying and wishing mm-hmm. that that he's gonna do because at this point we don't we literally just don't know. I don't, like I don't know. I don't know. I, you, I, I don't he know. had a few plays. We like we, he ain't played in since like I don't know when. <laughs> and bro, and to that point, bro, that's why I'm like the Bears may have a chance. Like I'll mm. I'll take the first game of the year with essentially a rookie quarterback. I get it. You know what I mean? Essentially, a rookie quarterback who really hasn't played, um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that as a first game. You know what I mean? Let's capitalize on that, get a couple turnovers off that. You know, he'll be making some, uh, some small mistakes probably, I'm assuming. Yeah. It'd be like his first go-round. So, you know, we'll make it happen. But transitioning to the Dolphins-Patriots, okay? okay. Um, I'm talking about the Patriots just because they have been under the radar. Like, we've been talking about a lot of teams, and, you know, obviously – 
with Mac Jones. Them guys ain't them guys haven't really been been doing what what we think um, you know they should be doing with with a guy like Bill Belichick. So you know as the season continues progresses, I'm gonna really start to throw out the conversation of was it a Tom Brady thing or was it a Bill Belichick thing, mm. right? Trying to figure out now if he's going to put the pieces to the puzzle to, together to get him back to where he once was, or am I thinking was everything a facade and Tom Brady was covering up everything, right? Yeah, that's so that's what point. I'm more interested, interested about. On the other side of the totem pole, we just got this high-power offense where I can't wait to play on Madden with these guys, right? We got the Cheetah, and we got Jalen Waddle, and then we got Toa. I mean – Come on now, if you put these guys on both, like who are you going to double? You know what I'm saying? These are two of the fastest guys in the league right now um, that's going to stretch the field. Tua going to get the ball to it. Tua can move as well. So, you know, I think it's going to be it's going to be a defensive nightmare where they're going to get plays off. But it's just a matter of, you know, making sure that Tua can actually get the ball there and make good decisions as well. So I'm interested to see how both teams will look um, coming up this weekend. Nah, most definitely, man. I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. First of all, with the. Uh, the, the Patriots side of things and the Bill Belichick uh, or Brady, you know, who, who did more, who who was the reason. It's funny you brought that up today on uh, on, on, our, on our new show, Speak, on Fox, you know, that I produce. Uh, Shady McCoy, shout, shout out to Shady. They actually talked about this a little bit, and he was saying that um, Bill Belichick basically is overrated. He's going to get exposed this season, and he's going to retire after this year. That's mm-hmm. what he said, and he said basically the same thing as you, like, it was it was Brady. He was Brady was the reason why they were like that. They were moving like that. So it's funny that you brought that up on the same day that uh, a former player at, uh, as high caliber as a Shady McCoy said that. So it might be some validity to that, but we shall see, man. We shall see. It's hard to count out Bill Belichick. I mean, even last season they kind of surprised me as far as how good they they were and how Mac Jones carried himself. But everything so far in this preseason and kind of the stories I've heard from camp. Has not been a positive about the Patriots, so definitely going to be a, a big time game to see see how they how they looking, how they moving. You know, yeah. They, then the Dolphins, uh, I mean, like you said, they got weapons everywhere. Uh, Tua is back and, he, and he's healthy, and I think it's really a big prove a year for for him because you know last year, I mean, he came to the league. You know, he, he, we know he had that bad hip injury, so he wasn't even starting. He was kind of sharing reps. I think it was with uh Ryan Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick, if I'm not mistaken. And he finally got the starting role, um, you know, but it was like his first real year being a full like kind of full starter. It wasn't a horrible year. You look at stats. He was very efficient. Just wasn't doing anything that exciting. But now it's like, all right, you got some experience on your belt. You're healthy. You got weapons. Um, outside of the Bills, I mean, the, the AFC East is, is, is open for, for, for you to make some noise and make the playoffs. So I'm very excited to see how Tua – prevails and i actually think he's gonna he's gonna ball out they're gonna have a pretty good year this uh this year so uh i'm very excited to see how he utilizes those weapons and man i'll just say this week one is gonna be a good one so i cannot wait hey and that's funny i think the the theme of this year is young quarterbacks what you got yeah because there's a lot of young quarterbacks in this league where it's like you gotta prove it are you gonna lose it yeah justin fields you got trey lance you got toa um, old boy from Cincinnati starting in Atlanta, ain't he? Nah, Ritter, he not starting yet. Um, Marcus Mariota starting. Marcus Mariota. But, but I wouldn't be shocked if midseason uh, they make that switch. They make that change. <laughs> they make that change. So, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Let's just get it. Let's get it going, quarterbacks. Let's see what we got. You know what I'm sure. saying? For sure. And, and I and I got to clown you a little bit, Bolo, before we, before we move on. I think it, and I don't know if it's the Chicago accent 
or if I'm tripping. But I think it's you saying Toa and it's Tua. Talk Toa, to me. Tua, Tuna. Hey, Toa. <laughs> Am I saying it right? Toa? Toa, Toga Valor? It's Tua. Toa. Tua. 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 There you go. <laughs> Tua. Come on, man. Hey, he's hilarious, man. That boy said Toa. <laughs> Toa, Tona, Tuna, Tony. The tiger head ass. Looking ass, ass, boy. Y'all know what I'm <laughs> I knew what you meant, my dog. I just had to clown you a little bit. But let's transition. Let's get away from football for a hot second. Because there's some other big time news going on in the sports world. And I'm talking about the sports, sport of boxing. We got, for I believe maybe the first time ever, an all women's main card, main event boxing showdown going down this Saturday in London. I'm talking about Clarissa Shield versus Savannah Marshall as the main, main event. And then the co-main event, our home girl who was on the porch last season, Alicia Baum Gardner versus Michaela Mayer. Now, if you guys remember, if you real porch yeah, fans, if you real porch fans and you've been rocking with it for multiple seasons, you know exactly who we're talking about. And you would know that just last year, she told us that next year, which is this year, she would be she knocking what? out Michaela knocking Mayer and taking her belt. Well, the time is here, Alicia. Alicia, the time is here. You I'm know the rock. porch family rocking with you, Bolo, D-Nail. Bolo, man, tell me, what, what are you expecting to see out of our homegirl, the bomb, bomb Gardner this Saturday. I'm seeing speed. I'm seeing I'm seeing power. I'm seeing counters. Ooh. I'm seeing a lot of head movement. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of moving around in the ring. And hey, I'm going. I'm gonna go with a knockout. I'm going with a knockout. I ain't gonna say it's gonna be the first or second round, but eventually. Hey, I seen her running. I seen her. I seen her. I seen her in training. She training. She, she looks good though. She swole yeah. right now, ain't she? Yeah, she 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 going the distance. So I mean, it's gonna come down to that endurance, and she gonna she gonna she gonna put her down. So I already know how she coming. I already know. Come on now. And now listen, I know in all fairness, I know Michaela Mayer is a champion for a reason. Very skilled fighter. She has the length. But I'm going to be real, man. Alicia got that look in her eye. She just hungry. Like, you see my face right now? You see how my eyes doing that? She got that look in her eye like, like she mean business. She's been having this circled on her counter for too long. And she's been wanting, she wants this too much. She yeah. wants, this means more to her. She's the underdog. And I think she likes that underdog feeling. She likes people rooting against her and proving people wrong. She has the athleticism. She has the quickness. She has the power. I mean, and she got the she got the focus and the mindset. I mean, she looks so confident in all the pre-fight hype and everything I'm seeing on her IG page and all the promotion. I just see that confidence in her eye. And I think she's going to show the world who the bomb really is. So shout out to you. Hey, we wish you uh, uh, uh safe travels. Luck. I think you're already in London right now, but if you ain't safe travels, and good luck on this fight, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be big time. Make sure y'all order it. I'm gonna order it. I'm gonna order it. Bring back that dub. Hey, look, like my boy Nate ain't nothing more important than that dub. Yes, sir. Hey, London, bring that dub back to the U.S. All right, Mimi hit the London. We can go over there, like she said. We go to the strip club and get some of them wings, like she said. Not them lamb chops. Them lamb chops. Lamb chops. She said the lamb chops. The lamb chops. Alicia, if you win, make a promise. Come to LA. Bolo gonna fly out. We gonna bring out. We gonna bring our main crew. 
We going to the, the best strip club, crazy girls, chops, and we get some lamb wings. chops, wings, mozzarella sticks. What else French we get? fries with ranch and ketchup. Ooh, both or, 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 or separate? You gonna do ranch and ketchup? Separate. You dip them. You dip them separately at a time, so you can just get the the full flavor of both at a, at a, at a time. You know what okay. I mean? Ranch fries and then okay. like the ketchup fries, but you ain't gonna overly saturate the fries right. with the ranch. You just get a little the real condom condiment. You know, just dip. Dip and eat, dip and eat. You okay, know what I'm you put me on game. You, you know what I'm saying? Easy. Come on, man. Well, hey, nah, huge shout out to you, and we uh can't wait to come back here next week and just talking about how you got that knockout, like we said you would. So, but let's move back to some football because you know we are some football heads, mm-hmm. former athletes, coaches ourselves, and let's bring up our two favorite teams. We, we we dove into the Bears a little bit already into their week one, but I want to talk about. The, the the full scope of this season, right? The Bears, the Indianapolis Colts. What do we truly expect out of our two ball clubs this season? I'm going to go first. I believe my Colts are, are like the biggest, if not the biggest, one of the biggest, um, will be one of the biggest surprises this season. I think my Colts will be one of the biggest surprises this season. Uh, come out the AFC. Um, I believe they have everything they need. Strong defense. Um, you got Shaquille Leonard uh, over there. I think he had like a little minor little hiccup. Something uh, uh, was wrong with him injury wise. But I don't think it's nothing serious. So he'll he'll be I ready. I, I don't think he's playing this week though. Not week one. I don't think he'll be ready. But we're playing the Texans. We don't need him. Um, I don't want him to play anyway. I, I rather him rest the first week and, and, and get ready for the Jags and then the Chiefs. So, but either way, we got Shaquille Leonard. Um, we got Kenny Moore. We got bump and run Gilmore. Yeah. I mean, we have we have some dog. We got we got my guy D Force Buckner. We got my guy Grover Stewart in the inside. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Then on the offensive side, man, I think Michael Pittman Jr. is gonna have a breakout year. Big strong receiver, show a lot of flashes last season. We got my guy Matt Ryan, former MVP, been to a Super Bowl. We got the best running back in the league, Jonathan Taylor. Come on, man. I think we got everything we need. We got a coach who's been to a Super Bowl before. And I just think this is our year. It's the AFC South, where the only team that's really even a true threat is the Tennessee Titans. And I will admit that in the previous years, they have get, given us a run for our money and, and have beaten us. But I think this year is different. And I think with the addition of Matt Ryan, a veteran quarterback, he's going to make the big-time plays and the big-time moments that, unfortunately, Carson Wentz did not do when we had him. So don't be surprised if the Colts go on a deep playoff run and even surprise some teams, surprise the league, and make it to the Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say, man. We're going to win the AFC South, guaranteed to make the playoffs. Granted, main players stay healthy, of course, and I wouldn't. And, and don't be shocked that makes the Super Bowl. So that's how I'm coming with my Indianapolis Colts, Bolo. How your bears come? How how are you realistically? Because everything I just said right now was facts and feel real. It was facts. It was it was definitely facts. All right. Um, I'm not gonna say that the bears are gonna win the championship. I think you you miss you misdrew my misdrew my words the first time, but they are gonna make the playoffs. Okay. okay. The bears are gonna make the playoffs, and for everybody out there listening, they will win eight plus games this year. So obviously, it's it's it's, it's 17 games this year, so they'll win nine games this year. They will win nine games this year. Let me ask you this: thing. So, are, are you telling me? So, if they're making the playoffs. You think nine and eight no, is no, no, a no, good no. enough record to make it to the to the no, playoffs? No, words. no, 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 no. Be they clear, Bolo. This the point. They, Be if, clear. If they, if they don't make it to the playoffs, they'll at least still win nine plus games. Gotcha. Like either or, they'll win nine games. It may not make it to the playoffs, but they'll win nine games. But ideally, 
they will make it to the playoffs. Um, they got the 49ers first, obviously with Trey Lance. I think we'll be able to come out and and play some good football and potentially steal that game. Yeah, okay? I'm not saying we'll win. I'm just saying we can potentially steal that game based upon what we're going against. We got the Packers, okay? Packers is the Packers. I don't know what we're seeing out of Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have his his threat anymore. I don't know what we'll be seeing out of him, but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so I'm not holding nothing against the GOAT. You know what I mean? So that game could definitely fall on the cheesehead side, right? But we got the Texans, then we got the Giants, then we got the Vikings, right? So I think we can go on a good streak where we can develop some momentum and we can win a couple games, you know, back-to-back to develop develop some momentum. Um, you keep moving, you got the Patriots, then the Cowboys, then the Dolphins. Like, these are all winnable games, y'all. Like, we we ain't playing the Chiefs, we ain't playing the Chargers, we ain't playing these high-powered offenses. I mean, maybe maybe the Dolphins, depending on how they really come. But we're not playing, like, these crazy high-powered offenses where we, we, we're we supposed to get blown out. Like, we even got the Commanders on here after we play the Vikings, right? So, I think it's just a winnable league, like as far as where we at right now in the NFC. Um, and obviously our biggest our biggest contender, which is the, the team I hate, is the team in Wisconsin. So if we okay. able to, to still still that still that game, you know, up there in Green Bay, then we'll we'll have a chance. But um ultimately I think it comes down to the quarterback play. It comes down to seeing how they are able to fit in some of those big pieces on the defensive side that they lost. Uh, um, so Hakeem Hicks was the name. I can't. Oh yeah, got you. Yep, got I you, can't fix. Uh, he he uh he actually left as well. So the D line with Hakeem Hicks and you know uh you know having those guys you know not there anymore because those are older guys, those are seasoned guys. You know what I'm saying? Guys protecting Ro- Roquan essentially, right? So right um, with them not being there no more, like we'll see we'll see how they combat that. So I mean that's my biggest concern. I'm not really concerned about Jay Fields. I think he's a football player. And I think he'll eventually find a way to make plays. I mean, they got a couple of decent receivers around from Pringle to Mooney. Um, that I think are guys who are continue to grow and become some in the league. But shit, now we got to make stops too because I mean, I feel like we we were depleted a little bit, especially on that front on that D line. So for we'll sure. see for sure, man. Nah, I mean, it, it's an interesting season, man. The Bears, you you know, they're always a tough team, regardless of what the record says. It's, it's not like a game that teams can just you know go into like oh it's an easy dub nah you're gonna have to work for it so uh especially once it starts getting cold and you're playing out there in chicago as well oh. things get a little serious so oh. you guys got a chance but you guys want to really go on a nice run you're mentioning a few teams out there that i was letting you go bolo but i'm like man you talking like these some I, some slouches like I mean, the bike is not amazing but justin jefferson dalvin cook Talk to me. But these are these are games that's in our conference that I think we can steal, though. I'm not saying 100, right. percent but it's not like Chiefs, Green Bay. I know what you mean. Bills, Rams, folks, like, right? Yeah, our yeah. all-star roster teams. Like the Vikings are a very good team, but then again, though, you just know when you playing within your conference, though, you just come different, though. Like yep. you just go bring different energy when you playing those in-conference games. And then we got the Commanders. You know, I mean, we got the Giants, we got the Texans like, you know, these are this is all within a four to five week span where I feel like we can steal four or five of those games. That's facts. That's facts, man. No, in a perfect world, I think that that could possibly happen. And uh, hey, the Bears might shock the world. They might shock the they might shock the world, Craig. Not just to see the world. Number two in the NFC North. Hey, man, look, ain't no bandwagon over here, y'all. I'm calling it out how I see it. 
good, bad, ugly, or indifference, I'm riding with them. And then when they riding, you better go ahead and jump on this bandwagon because I got a couple seats available in the back. It's a couple seats available in the back. So if you want to jump on right before the season start this weekend, be my guest. But when week eight, nine hit, when them boys got them eight and eight and one on y'all ass, or they going, they, they seven and two, you know what I'm saying? Don't keep be, going, keep going. Don't just try to jump on the bandwagon. Five and two. four. We're going to be gone. We're going to be off. We're going to be off. We're going to be moved Two up. and seven. Here you go. Here you go. You better, you better tighten One and up. eight. You better tighten up because, hey, if Mighty Ice come out there and lay an egg, it's really going to be bad for y'all out there if that offense can't move that pill. Hey, you know, you know what? Worst case scenario, we got Nick Foles behind him. Stop playing. Come on. Okay. Worst case scenario, Sam Ellinger behind him, balling out all preseason from Texas. Come on, man. Stop playing, hey. man. Don't play around. You know my hey. coach look hey. good. You hey. and Andy. Keep who, it a bit. You know first, we look good. Who the, first, who the first home game? Who the first home game this year? The sorry-ass Chiefs. We, we put them on there. Homecoming. Yeah, I'm glad did. you brought them I bums did. up. No, let me talk for I'm glad you brought them, you brought them bums up. We tired of the Chiefs. Have Mahomes going for three fifty plus. I might, they I go, might have to go ahead and bet on it. I might have bet on it. He's going for three fifty in the We air. can bet, and they're gonna go. And you know what else he's gonna go for? A uh, L, a uh, L. They lost Tyre, They lost. They lost the cheetah. So now all the pressure's gonna be on 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 Kelsey. Ain't nobody worried about Juju dancing before the game. He ain't even focused on the game. He danced before the game. We ain't worried about all that. We come to play football. We made we made the schedule. We wanted we wanted the Chiefs to be our homecoming game. You know what homecoming mean, Bolo? You teach it. You coach at high school. What homecoming oh, mean? Snap. Yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot, bro. What? We need to talk about it, bro. What? Guess who we play this weekend on homecoming? Who? Warren Central. Oh my god. We got Warren Central for their homecoming this week, bro. <laughs> And you hey, know what that means, cool. right? Talk about that, bro. We got one for their homecoming, bro. But you Straight. already know what it hey, is. That mean, we, that mean we don't even respect y'all. already know what it is. That mean we don't even respect y'all. We put y'all homecoming. Is, you see the you dub? Already know what it is, though. Come on, bro. We the beast from the east. They don't even talk. Y'all ain't got no nickname. We the beast from the east. Y'all hop on the field and, and we bring fear into your eyes. Sounds stupid. Team Jack, we staring at y'all like this. T E. If you can't hang, hey. you gotta get out the game. <laughs> <laughs> you saw we beat the number one team in Michigan uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, bro. Only reason why they was ranked so high, bro, is because they had a, just a number one quarterback, bro. They, bro, if you watch the film, bro, they didn't even. They was playing with ten people on the field. They was okay. Listen, bro. we lost one game this season, bro. Center Grove beat us, sure, but they. Defense, we rocking. It was a seventeen to eight. We lost by one touch, like pretty much one, one possession, one, one, one touchdown. It's an L. I'm not. I'm just saying. You even we've talked. We know Center Grove been top of the mick kind of last few years. Hey, Warren, and for us to be Warren, be right bro. there with him, I don't know. Warren, hey Warren, Warren, a good a good outfit, bro. It's a good a good good team, bro. Y'all y'all got um uh what i would say like a dynasty of like just good flow of players coming through there but at the end of the day bro that shit all that shit all over with though our boys coming to play football bro listen i'm guaranteeing victory i'm hey, guaranteeing victory on, like we put our pants on oh uh, look anytime a player say that they know you about to take an l we we used to say that when, when we was playing like clemson and and, and, and teams like that we play Virginia, guess what happened we used to say we played with iu what happened 
Say that nah, we play USF, talking, what happened? I'm talking about Clemson, Clemson Oklahoma. I'm talking about them games. I ain't no, talking about no, the IUs. No, no. I, hey, I say that before every game. And guess what happened? We get dubs, too. You take L's along the way, but we get dubs, too, though. Well, this is going to be one of them L's for you, my brother. We get dubs, so we'll see. We'll should, we, should we make a better sound? Like, well, you can't, well, like, like a friendly, like, not, not like no line. money. Like, line. We, we, over here. We, over, we over the radio. I can't even be bad. Look at him. He's trying to get me up. I mean, I, no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like some push-ups. I, ain't, I know you can't bet no money. I ain't getting you in trouble, Bobo. Hey, we're gonna see though. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a good game. Well, listen, I know you can't say it, coach, but I'm gonna make a score prediction. I think we gonna I think we dub C we gonna beat y'all. It's gonna be a close game in the first half, but second half, we're gonna kind of uh separate from y'all. We're gonna win, I wanna say 35 to 17. Of course, Simon, this man is crazy. We 35 17. You heard it here first. We're about to wrap up the show. I ain't even gonna comment on there, y'all, because look, we about to come ball. We gonna come ball. Hey, in the event that y'all do win, I know I ain't gonna hear the end of it. You already know. That's why I can't wait. I can't wait till we wait, wait, wait till we reconvene. I'm covering that. I'm covering that set that that session for about ten minutes. I'm giving your ass play by. You play. know what's funny though, Bolo? Before we move on, before we end it, y'all stole all of our people. Here you you go. got Coach Wayman, who's Here a Dub C legend, state champion, former player and coach. He's over. He's over with y'all. I saw a damn picture. Uh, of the sideline or video, and I see Big Ed over there. Big Ed has it over there. That's the Big former Ed. tight end doing the 0 6 1. If I'm not mistaken, tell me if I'm wrong. Y'all got Big Ed over there as a coach? I'm just saying, bro. It's that's another Dub C player. That's fine and dandy, bro. That's not, but they 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 not they not playing with Dub C right now, though. That's y'all used to have day. VIP Watts back in the day. Like, it's like, how many of us do y'all need? I mean, we're trying to help y'all here. Take oh, this one. Take this one. Guys, bro. <laughs> But the problem is we got Coach Tusty back. Ask Coach Wayne, man. Ask everybody. We got Coach Tusty back. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. The coach is back. Bring back the red belts. We coming for blood. Hey, horse family. I cannot wait to reconvene with you all and let you know the outcome of this game. Um, so as we wrap up the show, it's LC or die. <laughs> we finna ball. Fly high. I'm your boy, B. Jones. That guy. I don't even know who this guy is. He's it's Mr. Mr. Dub C. Eastside Jiggalating. About to take a L this weekend. So follow us everywhere. Okay. The Porch Podcast underscore YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, anything you can Spotify. think about. Spotify. We there, man. It don't cost a dollar to show love. Not a dollar. All right? Hey, as always, your boy B. Jones, my dog D. Nell, this is The Porch. And just like we end every show, best you is the best you. And we out. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put it work. Every day we got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieve it. Everything we need. Now we undefeated. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV 
on YouTube.